the righteousness of faith. Thank you for your word today. Thank you for teaching us how to live, how to love, and how to enjoy life, and how to execute righteousness in the earth on your behalf and for our benefit and the benefit of your kingdom and the benefit of others. Lord, we receive the light to walk in it today, and as we do, the blood of Jesus will keep us free from all the pollution of the world and all the lies and deception of the enemy. So we thank you, Father, that you've given us your word to keep us and to guard us and protect us. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. So be it done unto us. Now, go with me to the book of James chapter 4. Starting at verse 6. He, the Father, gives more grace. Wherefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Who are the sinners? They're the ones that are proud. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. How do you do that? Submit yourself to him. Verse 10, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Look at that. He gives more grace, but it takes humility to receive it. Submit or subject yourself to God. Who's God? God is the Father. God's the Creator. John chapter 1 says, God is the Word, and the Word is God. Resist the devil. Well, yeah, the person, but also the works of the devil. And he will flee from you. It will flee from you. Many times, Jesus spoke a faith command, and things like the fever departed, the leprosy departed. Things listen. Not just beings, but things. Anything that is a thing can be controlled with the Word of God. The Word of God has the highest authority. So draw near to God, and He'll draw near to you. Have a clear, single mind. Think about that. Single-minded. Why does that matter? Back in chapter 1 in James... He says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all liberally and doesn't find fault. He upbraids not, and it shall be given him. It shall be given. If you ask, it's given. It's given. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Look at that. Ask. It's given. It is given. But if you don't ask in faith, if you're wavering, you can't receive it. You can't receive it. You asked. It was given, but you couldn't take it. Your hand couldn't grab it. It slipped through your fingers. You didn't see the good when it comes. Why? 
Verse 8, a double-minded man is unstable. Chapter 4, verse 8, purify your heart, you double-minded. Get the doubt out. Submit yourself to God. Submit yourself to his word. Resist the devil. Resist the doubt. Resist the devil. What's the devil? The devil is the divider. He's the one that comes to cause division. Die. Division. Two. Double. Two. The division of the devil is to divide and get you to doubt two things. He'll try to get you to choose between two wrong things and give you an ultimatum and none of them are the right choice. Talk about pressure. (laughs) What do you do? You get down on your face, you submit yourself to God, resist the devil and the devil will flee from you. Why? Because when you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, the grace flows. Remember what Paul said? I besought the Lord three times for this thing, this messenger of Satan to leave me, to get away from me. And he said, my grace is sufficient for you. That 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10, I believe. Now think about that. Did he say my grace is sufficient for you, Paul? Just put up with it. It'll be okay. Time will heal. Pretty soon it will be over. Poor Paul. No, he didn't say that. He said, God gives more grace to the humble, so submit yourself, therefore, to God, to his word. Humble yourself to him. The grace will flow. Resist the devil, and the devil will flee. So get the grace going. How? Humble yourself to him and submit yourself to his word. What did he say? He said that you have the authority to heal. He said that you have the power to heal. And he said that you have the authority and the power to be healed. I'm telling you, you do. Just like that centurion said, speak the word only. And he will be healed because I'm a man under authority. I just need that word. He came and he humbled himself unto God. He resisted the devil and the devil fled. That sickness fled. The centurion's servant boy, was healed. Well, what about you? And what about me? What did Jesus say to us? Let's go to Luke chapter 9, verse 1. Then Jesus called his 12 disciples, his 12 disciples. You're born again. You're more than a disciple, though you are. You're a son of God. You're of the body of Christ. You're one spirit with him, bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. Hallelujah. These were not bone of his bone. These were not flesh of his flesh. These weren't one spirit with him. They were under his authority only and had his name. Well, we have all that plus, 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 plus. Luke chapter 9. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils, all demons, you could say, and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Verse 6, and they departed and went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. They preached and healed everywhere. Now go to chapter 10, verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed another 70 also. So now there's 70 sent. Now go to chapter 
10 verse 16, he that hears you hears me. What does that mean? It means you're under authority. Therefore, you have authority and you're speaking on his behalf. That's confession. That's homologio. That's profession. When you confess the word, you're saying what he said. You're either speaking it into a situation. You're speaking it about a situation. You're speaking it about yourself. You're speaking it about another person. Oh, we have authority because we're under authority. He that hears you hears me, Jesus said. And he that despises you despises me. And he that despises me despises him that sent me. You see that? Remember what the centurion said? I'm a man under authority. Having those under me. So Jesus, if you speak the word only, what? He recognized Jesus was under authority. He humbled himself under Jesus' authority and said, give me the faith command. Just speak the word and that'll heal. That'll be it. That's all I need. It's just a command. You tell him to be healed and he's healed. Oh, yes. Verse 17. And the 70 returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name, representing you, Jesus, under your authority. Therefore, we have authority. And Jesus said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the ability of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Don't get proud. Stay humble. As this authority and this power works, as you decree things and they're established unto you, as the light shines on your path, as you pray and you get answers, as you command sickness to leave and it goes, as you lay hands on the sick and they recover, remember, it's the grace of God flowing through you because you're humbled yourself unto him and submitted to his word. Remember that. Don't let pride come in. It cannot work. Faith. Humility works the faith. Now let's go over to Matthew 10. We'll just see very, well, it's the same thing. It's just a similar verse, different words. No, we're going to go to back up to chapter 9, verse 37. Jesus said unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth labors into his harvest. Well, who are the laborers? Those that are subject to the Lord of the harvest. Those that humble themselves to him. Those that have authority because they're under authority. Those that are single-minded and do what he said. Verse 1, chapter 10. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Wow, verse 7, and as you go preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you have received, now freely give. I'm telling you, grace is a free gift. 
Humility is a gift. Repentance is a gift. Subjecting yourself to his word and believing the word, giving it first place, giving it final authority, making it the center of your life, fixing your mind on him, having a single heart, a single mind, a single purpose, not speaking out of both sides of your mouth, so to speak, good, bad, right, wrong, it's working, it's not. Don't speak the word and then talk about the problem and think, why God, haven't you answered my prayer yet? No, he told you to purify your heart. Ask in faith and you will receive. And Jesus said, ask and receive so that your joy may be full. Joy may be full. Joy may be full. He said, don't rejoice in this, but rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Rejoice that you are a son of God, a son of righteousness, an ambassador of Christ, and a brother of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. Amen. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.